Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. We're live from the downtown Weston Bonaventure Hotel here in Los Angeles in the big grand ballroom in advance of Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, the big pay-per-view bout coming up on Saturday. One of the best cards boxing has had in, in probably a decade. You know, people were talking about that today at the press conference, that this was one of those cases where, man, I can't get over trying to remember when something was this big and had this much attention, and certainly Wilder versus Fury has that in spades. Well, when you get fired up about the, the heavyweights, right, that's the thing. You, you got a great undercard, and it don't sell any of those guys short, 
that'll that'll be fighting on the card on Saturday here is Staples. But the fact of the matter is, you got heavyweights, guys that are knockout artists, guys that go for the big blows. That's Deontay Wilder. For whatever anybody wants to say about style, and they don't they don't like the way he swings wildly. It's whatever you want the big blow. That's what everybody's complained about for how many years in the boxing world. If we don't have the big knockouts, we got got a lot of guys dancing and hugging and everything, mm-hmm. right? All the attention that a Mayweather fight gets. That's what everybody's big takeaway is. I dance for 12 rounds again. No, these guys, not so fast. No, they're, they're going, and there's no there's no running it around for the fact that they're both 6'8 uh, with huge reaches. You could be in either corner, and they'll still be able to tag you. We got to talk to Tyson Fury earlier today uh, before the press conference, and he said some stuff to us that he, quite frankly, just didn't say in the press conference. We were pretty happy about that. So we're going to bring you some of that stuff right now. You can hear some of Tyson Fury. Uh, the first thing that I loved was that we sat down with him in, in the ballroom next to us, and, and I told him, happy anniversary. Three years ago today, he beat Vladimir Klitschko. Very big bout. And when I said that to him, his eyes lit up, and he was like, hey, thanks so much. And then he went on to really just dance all over Klitschko. Let's hear it. Thank you very Three much. Three years ago today, Klitschko. Did yes. you call him? I never called him. No. no. He's blocked my number. Klitschko's a very jealous, jealous, <laughs> jealous, bitter man. I've tried to send him a bunch of flowers, but I don't think they're going to get there. He still thinks about that three years later. He's got the biggest fight of his career coming up in two days. And, oh, yeah, and I beat him three years ago today. He's bitter, 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 bitter. Well, think about that. Three years, a long time. And, obviously, for those that have paid attention to the buildup to this fight, uh, for Tyson Fury, a long, arduous journey to get back to this stage. I mean, at one point, he was up to 380-plus pounds. Guy lost right? 130 Drinking, pounds on a, on, on a crazy diet. Right, the, the high-fat, low-carb uh, diet, ketogenic diet, and I mean, at his worst, uh, the estimate that he gave out was somewhere between eighty and a hundred pints a week. That's, and that's that's just beer. That's a beer lot consumption of beer. plus. Whatever that's a lot else. of beer. On my on my best day, you know, when I when I could show you something, I wasn't even close. Back to that. when you were stealing tapestries. Ooh, back when I was going out six or out of mailboxes. seven. Mailboxes. No, no, no. I never stole a tapestry. Don't you don't be fake news, man. I did not do that. You were an accessory. You. That was that was my best friend. I'm, I, I can say you're going to name right? him a statue. That was, yeah, no, that was Scott Simpson. That was. That was him who took that. That's Hi, okay. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Um, then we went on to talk to him. I said, all right, Tyson, I got an idea for your entrance tomorrow. He says, all right, lay it on me. And I said, all right, we got to play off the Fury Road thing. Right? You come in in a big truck with the flaming guitar guy playing all kinds of crazy music. And we got a lot of run out of that guy for about two years. And I, yeah. I thought Tyson Fury was going to go for it. Here he is. Being epic entrance. Very much epic entrance. But I don't think in the Staples Center we're going to be able to come in in a massive truck. Uh, Unfortunately, I I feel like it's L.A. We could do this. No, we could pull that off. We could I mean, say we're d- shooting a movie. You're telling me they haven't done crazier things for Survivor Series and oh, stuff at the Staples Center. Have. We could just say, hey, wait, do we, it. We Sorry, say at Staples Center. If you put yes. the the in, people want to come and punch you in the, the face. The Staples Center. Yeah, don't say the. No, we could do anything. It's it's L.A. We just say, oh, we're shooting a movie. It's oh theatrical. yeah, what do you need? You wanna you wanna blow up Staples with a you know? Oh yeah, sure, we could do that for you and edit it all in post production. Oh, okay, great. No, I, I, I think we could have gotten the truck. I mean, we probably could have gotten those principal actors involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could have been fun. Uh, then we talked to him about some of the comments he has made about Deontay Wilder, saying that, oh, I've been inside Deontay Wilder's head for the past few months all he's been doing is thinking about me and then he went on to make a game of thrones comparison to what's happening in the ring great stuff here here's more from tyson definitely i'm living in wilder's head brent free at the moment 
and I have been for the past nine weeks. This yeah. is like a, a scene from the Game of Thrones episode. Around the mountain, we've got Jon Snow over here somewhere. You know, it's going down. I dig that. He went, he went all Game of Thrones no, on this No, that's I started asking him about, uh, you know, thinking, thinking the big personality. He's standing 6'8 plus. That, I mean, there, there's, a, a, there's a long run. That is bigger than you and I are tall. It's a foot and a half long. They say it's 85 inches. Is, I mean, 85 inches. Now, that is, hang on, that's seven. That's almost eight feet, right? Cause well, it's seven, seven feet, one inch, seven, right? Is it seven? Seven one? times 12. That's uh, 84. 84 plus one. That's 84. Okay. So seven so feet, one inch. But think about his that. Reach you had that old feet. Michael Jordan you poster, You and I are right? five, nine. Yeah, that old Michael Jordan poster where he's there with wings. I was trying to find my copy of it so I could bring in and say, all right, show me how far this extends beyond this because it's just absurd. And I dug the uh, Marilyn Monroe shirt he he'd Yes, he was wearing a, a shirt of pictures shirt of Marilyn Monroe. Beautiful. Well, he's in Los Angeles, hey, and he's trying to live he up. He soaked it up, buddy. And now here's the prediction. We get to the end of the interview, and I said, okay, you got to give me a prediction for this fight on Saturday. And I thought he was going to give me the old uh, clubber lying prediction, pain. pain. But instead, he said a knockout's coming early. Listen, we're going to get this party started with a bang. Either he goes down. Or I go down. Well, that's the promise. Whoa. Prediction, first round KO. First round KO. Somebody's going it. down. Oh, he goes God. down or oh. I go down in the first round. And we're driving to Vegas tonight to go, you know, get on the, that action. Because I told we him. Have to. The question leading into it was I said, hey, I mean, I, I feel like I could kind of be your corner, man, because half of Wilder's knockouts are in the first round. Just so dance. I say, stay away yeah. from him in the first round. And he said, nope, we got this party started early. Either he goes down or I go down. There's going to be a knockout in the first round giving us that prediction. Yeah, he started getting twitchy. And like he was ready to jump into a ring right then. Oh, yeah, he was ready. You could tell he was, he was ready to go fight. You check things all the time, like your email, social media. But Discover asks, what about checking something as important as your credit score? Well, Discover makes it quick and easy with their credit scorecard, which is free for everyone, even if you're not a customer. See your FICO credit score and other important credit information. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. That's discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's get to Ben Roethlisberger, who made all kinds of headlines in the last 24 hours by throwing basically his entire team under the bus after the Steelers fell to the Denver Broncos. Normally, Ben Roethlisberger takes a lot of blame for things, but he was not in the mood to do that as he, let's see, it was Antonio Brown, it was James Cole. You know what, just listen to Ben blank Roethlisberger. Blank you, blank you. Well, being around for a long time, dealing with a lot of different players, you have to know how to motivate different guys in different ways, and I think that's part of being a leader, being a captain. Uh, sometimes you, you just grab them off to the side, and sometimes uh, you have to be honest with them. I think that I've earned the right to be able to do that with as long as I've been here. And I'll be just as critical on myself as well in front of you guys as well. There is no panic. We're just fine. We're spoiled to win six in a row. You always have those good feelings after games and, and then you lose one. But, uh, you know, it just maybe refocuses you, maybe gets you back on track for, you know, what you need is the that fourth quarter of the football season playing your best football. Ben Roethlisberger is talking in response to ripping his teammates today in an interview in which he said that Antonio Brown ran a flat route 
at the end of the game against the Broncos, the play that resulted in the interception, and that can't happen. James Conner uh, ran a bad route, didn't extend himself enough for a reception, and um, James Washington as well, and he said, look, it's fine for me to do this because I've earned this right, and here I am, I'm, I'm going to call people out. And yeah, when, the t- when his teammates don't play well, I get it. But the number one rule as a quarterback is it's we when we win and it's I when we lose. And normally Roethlisberger does that. But the thing about him his entire career is he's always had, he's had one of those personalities that is just very awkward and he's never seemed like he's been comfortable in who he is and what he needs to say. Like he has this message and this image he wants to put out that I'm the John Wayne tough quarterback in the NFL. And when I'm injured, I'm going to make sure Ed Bouchette in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette knows it so he can leak it. Oh, Ben's playing with another bad injury. He actually lost his arm this week. He's hoping it grows back like he's baby Groot. And But anytime he tries to talk about motivating teammates or explaining things, it's just awkward. And this is not what you do after a game to say, yeah, Antonio's route was flat. Whoa, really? Yeah, and, you know, James has to do a better job here, and, and James Washington's got to do it. That's not how you do it. And, you know, if, if you want to say things, you can say things in a general way, but specifically to do that, when nobody calls Roethlisberger out, personally you don't see any of the teammates that he has now calling him out you know Heinz Ward hated him and other players don't like him but they still don't get to the point where oh Ben has said this and I can't believe our quarterback he's never done that he's just never figured out the right way to lead he's never figured out the right way to do it maybe he feels look I'm one of the leading passers in the NFL and I can say what I want so I'm going to say this because these guys really did blow it but it just doesn't strike your ear as boy is this really the message you want to put out what you want to say week 12 week 13 in the National Football League he's just never figured out that way to lead he's just always kind of been awkward about it it's winning time and in this case you just need to raise his hand and say i should have been able to see shelby right i don't we we talk about the you know life ain't easy for a boy named sue the famous song uh shelby you grew up to uh, dominate ben roethlisberger on a critical play (laughs) in a big game that saved at least for the moment uh vance joseph's job uh giving him a little bit of life but also the just the fact that you, you made a bad read you got to own that one, too. And I always like when guys point out where they could have been better in games they won. So I would have been better with it if Roethlisberger said, you know, we had other opportunities. You know, he ran a flat route here. He did this. After a loss where you threw the game clinching interception, yeah, it's oh, a bad look. That's the bad look, right? You can't say on the rest of this play, here's – no, no, in the end, you threw – a terrible pass to a guy who should not be able to catch the ball, <laughs> who dropped back and suddenly said, look what I got to clinch a game. So, you know, for Ben Roethlisberger, look, I like when guys speak their mind. And here, you know, I even asked afterwards, you know, what, is, what do his teammates think? He goes, I don't know. You're going to have to ask them. Like, sounds like a great locker room, That's great a, communication uh, I mean, just, that you, you got flowing. Normally, Mike Tomlin's the guy out there right. doing all and the you know talking, Tomlin though, right? doesn't like Roethlisberger. You know their relationship has entirely been at arm's length, and most of his teammates don't like him. Nobody ever defends – the other side of it is nobody ever defends Roethlisberger and says, oh, what a great player Ben is. Boy, what a great clutch play. Boy, he's so good. He's our guy. Nobody says things like that. They say things like that about Tom Brady. They say things like that about Cam Newton. They say things like that about Russell Wilson. Nobody ever says anything. It's like Roethlisberger, his teammates, the opinion is yeah he's a necessary evil that's kind of that's kind of how i feel his his place on the team is because he keeps plays alive he throws the ball downfield he's been able to succeed with any kind of weapons he's a necessary evil and that's what we need to succeed that's how the Steelers view him and it's worked and certainly with the amount of talent they have and is so long as he's upright you always have a puncher's chance 
Uh, I say that as we're surrounded by boxing posters, but the idea being that you've got a lot of talent on this team, and, and this isn't the thing that's going to send them asunder, uh, but certainly a curious move going into the final month of the season when you're still fighting for a home playoff game and, and being pulled back to the middle after a mistake that he made. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed, stay off the weed. Yeah, there it is. Took 28 minutes. I was questioning. <laughs> For the first time I had, today, I had the over. You have the I, I had the under. It was uh, 16 and a half. <laughs> Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield doubles down today on his criticism of former head coach Hugh Jackson who he didn't want to really shake his hand after the game on Sunday. and he Kept him at him. arm's length. Yeah. That was odd. He was coming in for the big bro hug, and here, let me shake your hand. He's like, no! It, Baker Mayfield explains after the game, didn't like that he jumped to the Bengals, and then went on to call him fake in an Instagram post, because obviously we've heard about Hugh Jackson. Oh, not that guy's so phony. Right, and, and he didn't lie. And instead of saying, well, I didn't mean to, I didn't, he doubled down and said, nope, 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 I do not regret calling you fake. Here it is. People took it as me personally attacking you. That's, that's not it. It's the fact that I get to have my own opinion on how it transpired, and he gets to do what he wants. That's how it is. Although I'm an athlete, I'm not a cookie-cutter quarterback. Never have been, never will be. I speak my mind. It's how I am. So I didn't like the move, and people don't have to care. I mean, I'm not looking for anybody's approval. I don't regret any of it. You know, it's about this team and what we have, and we have to stick together and play together. See, and this is why the NFL needs more of Baker Mayfield, whether he is right, wrong, arrogant, immature, shoot from the hip, says things right, says things wrong, is detrimental to his team, helps his team, because he's honest, because this is who he is. Roethlisberger is a guy, he's about 40 years old, and he's still trying to figure out who he is, and he still doesn't know who he is, and he still comes across as, I, I really don't get how to lead. And Baker Mayfield, you know, in, when you're in your early 20s, like, I don't give a crap. I'm just going to say this. Now, a lot of times he's wrong. Many times he's right, and it really doesn't matter because you know you're getting exactly who he is. I'm not getting a put on, and I'm not getting it from a guy who's evil. He's not bad. He's not, oh, but he, you know, he says how it is. Yeah, but he's a really bad guy. No. Baker Mayfield is a pretty good polarizing player in the National Football League, and we mentioned this last night. The NFL needs him because he's that cut-through-the-clutter quarterback who's going to say stuff. When do you ever see a, head, a, a former quarterback blow off his former head coach and then light him up on social media like that? Even, even the guys that can't stand each other. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to dance the Tarantella on a balcony after Mike McCarthy gets fired after this year. And you still have got, just got, nope, nope. Yeah, we got heated, but everything is fine. I'm going to brush it off because I'm a leader. I know how to do it. He's that new era quarterback, Baker Mayfield is. And he's like, in, we say in politics, how you know President Trump is elected and he's turned everything on its ear with his ability to just say whatever he wants to and people react. That's kind of Baker Mayfield is kind of like that NFL quarterback, except it's not life and death stuff we're talking about. We're talking about sports, which is awesome. But he is giving us a window into, yeah, Hughes fake. We all saw it. Like, whoa, really? Yeah, and I don't care because I'm going to say this. The NFL needs him to stay exactly who he is. Well, that's it. And people are still shocked two-plus years later that President Trump 
is still that guy, right? The guy they got rallied around and loved as a celebrity, and then once he was a candidate, suddenly, what, he was going to flip because no. he got into an office? No, no he's the same guy. going to say the same stuff. Same stuff. And Baker Mayfield, same thing. Says, look, I'm not a cookie-cutter quarterback. I have so many merchandising opportunities mm, coming off of that quote. I don't, even, I, I don't even know where to begin. But just the idea of this is who he's going to be, like him or hate him, and people that have family members that have coached or are teachers are going to hate him. Till they're blue in the face. That's just the way it is. Like, you respect my authority kind of thing uh, coming out of South Park. But other than that, that police officer that ran him down, this guy who hasn't really done anything that you have to wag your finger at. But did right? he run him down or did he run away? Oh, oh there you go. Look at that 4-4 yeah, four, no. four speed. Well, you know, oh, look at that quarterback. Oh, no, look that at guy, run. That guy should have been uh, recruited somewhere, <laughs> seeing if he had any eligibility left. But for Baker Mayfield, folks are going to have to get used to this because he's going to be around the game a long, long time, and he's making Cleveland relevant in the post-LeBron James era. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Joining us now on the hotline for more on the National Football League. Friend of the show, longtime NFL insider, Adam Kaplan. AC, what's happening? Guys, good to talk to you, but for Harmon, i got to ask you a question. How in the world are you even old enough to, to know who Engelbert Humperdinck is? I'm shocked at that. Oh, that was Mom's guy. Really? Oh, oh yeah, so that's... That was mom's guy growing up. But then all of a sudden, you know, when tickets don't sell as well, they're down in uh, Clearwater, Florida now. He uh, randomly canceled the show, so now he's on the hated list. Is he on that? Did he go to that Tony Orlando theater? Was that where it was? I don't know. Well, it was the Ruth Eckerd Hall on okay. Highway 19. <laughs> you never know if we're going to talk about in these segments. You know, you never know where it's going to no, go. No, that's a beautiful thing. We friend of the show, welcome in. I you like might that. remember I like me that. from such shows as Let's Save Tony Orlando's House. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AC, let, let's start here today, you know, because we spent a lot of time the last couple of days talking about Baker Mayfield and the comments he's sure. made about Hugh Jackson. Didn't want to really shake his hand after the game, put on Instagram that he felt Hugh was being fake, fake to the players, didn't have their backs. Today he didn't back off and said, I said what I said, he said what he said, and that's kind of it. And, you know, I kind of look at Baker Mayfield as a guy the NFL really needs to hear and see a lot more of because he's polarizing, he's fun, he's immature, he's all of these things, but he's honest and he gives us a window into teams unlike any quarterback I've ever seen. I had a team, Jason, in the draft process tell me that they would not draft him in the first round because just of what you said, he's a little brash. I want to call him immature, but he speaks his mind. And they just weren't totally sure how he would handle himself as a professional. But this guy's got a chip in his shoulder. Not, not, look, he was the first pick overall. That, that's not what I mean. But he just thinks like, hey, this is what I believe. And you better believe what I mean. And there's nothing wrong with speaking your mind as long as he backs it up. And by the way, he's playing really well. He's a little bit farther ahead than I think most people thought he would be at this point. And I think he's proven some people wrong. I know some teams had second round pick grade on him. A second, excuse me, second round grade on him. Uh, they they were they just think from a talent level wasn't real big, barely six foot one, didn't have the greatest arm in the world. What kind of quarterback would he be at the next level? And you're seeing what John Dorsey saw, the, uh, the, head, the general manager of the Browns who made the call. I mean, he's like, look, uh, he, he saw and he's talking about this. This guy's a leader. Everybody rallies around this guy, Mayfield, and he's done a great job. And I, I know talking to teams that have faced Mayfield, they said he's played with a lot more discipline than, he, than they expected. He's really become more of a pocket passer 
than I think people thought he could at this early in his career. The one thing I'm concerned about him now is that, look, he's got the Browns at 4-6-1. and one. They're on the fringes of the playoff race. Things are great. But when things don't go well, this personality, things can go south really, really fast because this whole chip-on-my-shoulder thing doesn't play well when your team is not playing well, if you're having a bad season. That's what I look out for him now because a lot of questions he's answered, but that's my main concern. Right, and you always get concerned with what we call front runners. When everything's good, everything's great. And when they're not, sometimes players speak their mind. Uh, they rub their teammates the wrong way, but that's not happening. Look, look guys, they're only they're four, six, and one. Okay, they're, they are technically alive for for a wild card spot, and that's great. Uh, they they're certainly a little bit ahead of schedule from an offensive standpoint. And remember, look, they fired their head coach. Okay, the the, the offense coordinator was fired, and give Freddie Kitchens a credit, who's done a great job as their OC. First time in his career, he's called plays. He's done a great job in replacing. Um, Todd Haley, but let, let's not put them like that. They're doing great. I mean, they're four six and one. Uh, they had a very odd. You know, we have all these ties. They had the tie against the Steelers earlier, but they're fun to watch. When is the last time we said the Browns were a fun team to watch? Nineteen eighty one. Probably Brian Sipe days. Cardiac kids. Yep. Cardiac kids. Yeah. Yep. See, yep. I, I thought they were more entertaining. Just from the uh, negative side of seeing how crazy things could get over there, Adam. Or, or yeah, Mike, or that jersey that listed that T-shirt that listed every starting quarterback since the Browns returned uh, <laughs> after the, their hiatus. I mean, it's, that's the jokes. You know, we, we would make fun of the Browns, but I don't think anyone's making a joke out of them anymore. They're very competitive, and they are fun to watch. Yeah, we were two or three quarterbacks away from it having to be a moo-moo. Hey, tomorrow night, the Saints <laughs> and the Cowboys <laughs> getting right. after it. Cowboys, Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott pushing the ball down the field. Suddenly, Jason Garrett's going to be there forever, and he and Jerry <laughs> Jones are best friends again. Uh, how do they spring the upset at home? I think that you're not going to see, unless they fall behind, guys, I think it's going to be play to their strength, which is the run game. I remember talking to the Cowboys about this, actually more than once over the last year. They admitted to me privately, like, look, Dak is not going to function at a high level without a running game. When Elliott was suspended last year, he just wasn't the same player. Now you see where it starts with, with the run game and, and Ezekiel Elliott. That's the way this offense has to function. They have a very competitive defense. They don't create a lot of turnovers. That's been the one issue. But they play really, really sound and disciplined defense. They've got a puncher's chance. So what I think is they're going to control the clock, try to win with defense here. If, if Prescott throws the ball less than 30, 32 times, they have a real shot to win this game. I give them a shot. I'm still going to pick the Saints. The Saints, if you look at their schedule, I'm not going to take anything away from them. their performance. has been unbelievable on both sides of the football, not just offense. But they've had a pretty good schedule so far. This is a game where I think they're going to be tested. Adam, we get outside of, of the game tomorrow night for a, a couple of minutes here. The situation involving Reuben Foster and the Redskins. Uh, Redskins head coach Jay Gruden said today that there's no guarantee Reuben Foster, who was signed by the team following another domestic violence incident over the weekend, uh, there's no guarantee he plays for the team. They want to let the process play out. Take us inside this, what you've been hearing from teams as to actually what the Redskins did and trying to get out and get after him. And did they really do due diligence, or is a lot of this lip service because, hey, he's 24 years old, can make 100 tackles a season? Well, there are a couple things. First of all, the Redskins were the only team to put a waiver claim in on him, and that, that tells you kind of where the other 31 teams, actually 30 teams, the Niners released him. So that tells you where the other 30 teams were. I did extensive homework on this player before he was drafted. I, my, one of my last reports before I left ESPN was on a shoulder surgery. 
And I just remember gathering information on this player. Every team that did, inf- did background checks on him knew about his tough upbringing. I mean, you're almost heartbreaking what he, he went through as a little kid. But that doesn't excuse the alleged events. And the Redskins, as we spin this forward here, they have the information. It's, it, it, what had been alleged lately is nothing new to what people knew about him. There, there, were some, there were some concerns about him. But what I think people in the league really question is, why didn't you just wait, okay? Why didn't you wait because you knew that the player could be suspended? Let him pass through waivers. Now, they did, it's not like the Redskins knew that every team would pass on him, but they knew there was a realistic chance because of the way the commissioner's exemplist works. When you have, a, when you have an, an incident like this, we kind of knew going into it that he, they, he had a chance to go on that list, and he is. So he will not be able to play until the NFL completes their investigation. And this thing could take weeks or it could take months. Remember, the Elliott situation took over a year. Um, and then, he, you know, he, they had to figure out a way to make it work, but he, he, he finally came back. There was suspension. I think with this situation, the Redskins kind of, they did their, it's not like they didn't do their homework. But I think in the end here, they were the one team that's saying basically, hey, look, we're going to bring this player in. When he's allowed to be on their building, you know, on the exemplist, there's very little he's allowed to do from a team standpoint. Can't practice, can't play. There's very little he can do. But in the end with Reuben Foster, it's always about talent first and everything else second, and that's just the way it is in the National Football League. Lastly for you, real quick, Adam, uh, Monday Night Football gives us the uh, Redskins and the Eagles. Did the victory over the, the Giants breathe some life back into Philly? A little bit, Mike. Spending time with the team over the last week, they, they, you know, it's crazy because they were down 19-3, and they looked as bad as a team could look in the first half. I thought they were going to give – at that point, I thought they were going to give 40 points, mm-hmm. and something happened with the play calling in the second half. Pat Sherman, the head coach of the Giants, has defended his play calling – in terms of break, taking Barkley out for, for a series and, and really not moving the ball in the second half, they were just not as aggressive. Now, Pats was talking about the penalties, and I get that. That set him back a little bit. But let, let's face it, the Giants are a bad football team. I don't think the Eagles are back. Now, they're lucky that they're only one game out of first place. And they play, they play a stretch of four out of their five games are against divisional opponents. So they're going to have a chance. Look, and by the way, the NFC is really bad. I, I, so one thing I got wrong this season – I thought the NFC was going to be better than the AFC. It's, it's actually not worked out that way, and I think most people are wrong on that. Unless things change here, the Eagles are one of many teams that have disappointed us uh, this season in the NFC. Follow him on Twitter, at KaplanNFL. That is at KaplanNFL, longtime NFL insider, friend of the show, Adam Kaplan. AC, thanks so much, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun. Guys, thank you. Thanks, Adam. Always good stuff there with Adam Kaplan. You never know when you're going to get a random Engelbert Humperdinck reference. What was his big song? Well, tell me, when will you be mine? No, no. Well, you had to sing you to sleep. That's it. After After the love. Very nice. With a song that I wrote just yesterday. Okay, I got it. I got it. I think we all got it. I keep going. That's title. It's all good. We got it. Dominating. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Mobile Geico Studios tonight, downtown Los Angeles, California Ballroom, in advance of Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, coming up Saturday night at Staples Center. Big pay-per-view, probably the biggest boxing pay-per-view event in a decade. We were here today, got to interview Tyson Fury. Going to play back some of that interview for you in a little bit over a half hour from now. As we sit in the ballroom where today they went toe-to-toe, chin-to-chin, 
little mix-up, little dust-up, little war of words, all in good fun getting ready for a big fight Saturday. Sure, all up in each other's face, having a good moment. Uh, obviously, promote, promote, and sell, 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 so a little of that. Uh, both guys have a bit of WWE theatricality in their games, right? Uh, you, you have uh, Deontay Wilder, who's got the son of a preacher and sometimes goes off as he's evangelizing to to the press here uh, assembled today. Uh, and Tyson Fury, as you'll hear in the interview we did with him, and as well as a lot of the buildup to this fight, a guy with a message, but also with a strong strong wit about him and uh, the brashness to get after it. So when those two got up on the dais and started going toe-to-toe, uh, you knew it was going to be fun and a good sell job in front of this crowd. An event Saturday to an event that didn't happen last Saturday because, unfortunately, a player died. Oh, no. Did he have a good run? This story, well, no. If it's a player and he died, of course he didn't have a good run. Well, he might have. He might have been a superstar who might have been scoring everywhere. This story comes to us from Ireland. A lower-level Irish soccer team had their game postponed on Saturday because of the death of one of their players in a traffic accident the night before. That's a terrible thing. Terrible thing. Moment of silence. The other team they were supposed to play had a moment of silence for him, and they canceled the game Saturday because of this player's death. Except there's just one teeny tiny detail that was overlooked in this story. Oh. One teeny tiny detail. Okay. The player, Fernando La Fuente, was in fact alive. Oh, okay. Nobody died. There was no death. Nobody died. Apparently, the team wanted to get this game canceled, or some people in the team wanted to get the game canceled, so they used the, hey, sorry, but a player died excuse to get the game postponed. The league found out the guy is still alive, and what happened to him, because it's lower level, the guy's got a real job. I mean, or not a real job, he's got another job. He works for a software company. No, but that's it. That's his day job. Yeah, in addition to playing soccer in this low-level Irish league. And what happened, his company relocated him from Dublin to Spain, and so he couldn't play on the team anymore. And they either didn't have enough players, whatever reason it was, so they said, well, you know what, we got to get this game postponed. So they said the guy died. Meanwhile, all he did was get transferred by his software job. People found out. He said, I couldn't believe it. I told everybody I was still alive. And now this team has supposedly fired the individual or individuals responsible for pushing out this story. I well, hope part of the that. craziness oh, of the story. Oh, Bobby Knight, come on, man. Wow, was also the fact that – the player was told, hey, you might hear something about you having been in a traffic accident. Yeah. You might you might hear something. The word yeah, might go with that it. way. Go with and, it. and he's thinking, ah, oh, they're going to break my leg. They're going to give me something that holds me up in a hospital for a week. Uh, not that I'd be dead. <laughs> I mean, this Took is, that a little further than th- uh, perhaps uh, anticipated there. This right? is yeah. kind of extreme to go to that length to go. That's like bad karma. When you want to say, I'm, I got to get out of this because somebody died. Look, everybody makes excuses to get out of things. But think about but this in the United States. Died? That might activate a bunch of benefits, payouts, and, and other things to where now you've got to prove you're alive. I tell you, there's a girl I dated that once. Wait, got, that, wait, no, wait, no, no, wait. Now we're talking about. <laughs> that, that once told me that, that a family member has died and she, we couldn't go out that night. And I'm like, okay, that's. That's a little weird, but okay. Was it Grandma One, uh, Two, no, or Three? I, I, uh, I, I. That, shortly after that, I said, you know what? I, I don't know that, that this is going to really. Did you prove that uh, she didn't uh, have a, a dead I, relative? No, I, I did. Or did you just get the inkling that she was out? No. Um, and you know what? The town, some with someone else. This is the girl I dated before I met Pam. 
and look what happened. And now 20 plus years together, here we are. Well, God bless. But I never, I never, never really. All because of a death in the family. Yeah, I can't go out tonight because of a death in the family. I mean, I, you'd do that for a Syracuse uh, <laughs> national title game. Yeah, but that's not a death in the family. That's a title game. Oh, you'd claim a death. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.